Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus, Season 2, Episode 2, Italian Dream. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, watching The White Lotus Season 2 for the first time and liked the first episode a lot. Let's see how I feel about this one. I'm here to talk about it today with my co-host and my former student, actually the, the same person, my co-host and former student, Kurt. And Kurt, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you have any Oreo cookie cake? No, but we have fruit. <laughs> Plenty of fruit. You're you're for here. You go four hands. <laughs> I don't know why she said that. Like, I don't. What was the I only have four. I only have four hands. I love that. I thought it was hysterical. I only have I four know. hands. <laughs> anyway, yes, yes. I you, yes, you do well. have Oreo cookie cake. No, I do not have Oreo. I, although I do oh. love Oreo flavored like. Oreo cheesecake, Oreo milkshakes—that is like my favorite flavor. Come Cookies on, you got Oreo. me all excited. You're like, yes, I have fruit. Do you want fruit? No, I don't want I fruit. I want Oreo, Oreo cookie cake specific. Have you ever had? <laughs> yeah, have on. you ever had Burger King's Oreo cookie cake? I have. That's good. Like, that. <laughs> like the um, the little like ice. What's it? Um, oh, I guess it's it pie. Is, it's not. Yeah, pie. Great, but, yeah. It's, is it? Is it like a? Ice cream? I don't remember. I, I haven't yeah. had it in a long time. I, I have had it. No, it comes, little, it comes, little tri- it comes like a little yeah. triangle thing. Yeah. I've had it. It is yeah. good. Yes, it is. Yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, I love Oreo. <sighs> well, now that, now that we are sufficiently hungry for Oreo cookie cake, uh, yeah. let's go ahead and uh, guess each other's ratings. Ratings. Now, Kurt, you gave episode one an eight out of ten. Yes. Now, a lot of that, I think, is because of disorientation and and your bias against pilot episodes, which is basically homework. which it basically was homework. Yes. OK. It basically was a pilot episode. Tanya and Greg were the only carryover characters from season one. So you're learning all new characters, new setting. Everything's new. And Dominic. OK. Did not know that. OK. <laughs> <laughs> but. So you're, I, th- I feel like you're, you're better oriented now. So you kind of know what's going on. You didn't probably have to go back and forth on IMDb looking up people's names. Probably had that under your belt at this point. I think you liked the Porsche and Albi stuff. I think you liked the Bert, Dominic, Lucia, and Mia stuff. I think you were lukewarm on Tanya and Greg, actually. Uh, but most of all, I think you are uh, tired of the two couples i think you you are kind of feeling like they kind of retread the first episode and did most of the same stuff with those two couples so i think you gave this an eight out of ten again although i think you enjoyed it more because you under you, you are more familiar with it now yes yeah i could comprehend that is what you're saying okay <laughs> uh i think you gave it a nine out of ten okay you liked it more than the last episode. You you love your favorite part was the two like couples the um yeah the the two couples. You loved uh the family of the three guys the DeGrazos along with Portia that you also liked a lot. I think those are your two favorite. Uh, Tiny Greg, I think you liked. Uh, and me and Lucia, I think you were all right on them. I think you liked that as well, but. I think those last two you didn't like quite as much as the other stuff. And Albie and Porsche, I think, are in, are in that same with Tanya Gregg and uh, Mia Lucia. I think all those three are in the same pot for you. So you like you like the two young couples and you like uh, the DeGrassos with their little addition of Porsche. I think those are your top two choices there or stories there. And yeah, you give it a nine. I, th- I think you're, you're, you're loving Harper and Ethan's dynamic with each other and Cameron and Daphne's seemingly really great relationship okay i did give it a nine you got me right mm-hmm. i would say that i'd like this slightly less than the first episode actually uh and i will tell you this i i love love tanya and greg in this episode okay that was that was my favorite part love of the episode oh, love, okay. love tanya and greg uh i like dominic burt lucia and mia a lot actually i think that was that was really good I was kind of lukewarm on Portia and Albie. It just it, it seems very straightforward to me. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like there's anything exciting or different or special mm-hmm. there. Really, I still like the two couples a lot: Harper and Ethan, and Cameron and Daphne. 
but I think they need to progress that story a little faster in the next episode because I, 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 what I said about you is how I kind of felt. I felt like they was a lot of, I don't think, I don't feel like I really learned anything about those four characters in this episode. It's the, I mean, they do different things, but it's the similar, mm-hmm. similar from last episode. It's not, yeah. a... you know what it felt like to me? I don't, you'll remember this. Listeners might not. If you <laughs> can't believe I'm going to reference this show Sawyer. on the White Lotus. No, no. Uh, if you remember our Centaur World coverage, yeah. Um, yeah, after the first, I think after the second episode, maybe, I think you said something like, you know, if if Horse and Wamawink need to stop arguing about, <laughs> about <remember> uh, <laughs> whether to uh, adventure out or be safe at home, like that, that argument needs to stop. And I kind of, I kind of feel that way about the the two couples. There, there needs to be some sort of injection of maybe a just injection of other people into there because it's really just been the four of them have been really isolated to each other. They haven't interacted with mm-hmm. anybody really other than each other. True. Uh, so, so maybe, maybe there needs to be the injection of some other people. If I'm reading the next on correctly, it seems like that's going to happen, but. I, I don't know. I think there needs to be some sort of conflict injected into this, not just, you know, complaining about each other behind their backs. Fair enough. And can I talk about my rating? Yeah. So just to let me just let me sum up here. Sum up. So I still I still love it. I still I love the I loved everything else. Uh, I well, I liked everything else a lot. I loved Tanya and Greg. Uh, but so uh, it's a nine out of ten, but it's slightly lower nine out of ten than the first episode. Okay. I like I liked it more than the last episode. Okay, I gave it a nine out of ten as well. Whoa, okay. so I did like it. I still enjoy. I didn't have the same feeling you did. I mean, I I agree that they go over the same bits with the young couples, but mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. I, I liked it. Oh, I did too. I don't. I don't want to oh. make, give the impression that I disliked it. I. I just. I think this is it. This is my. I've reached my threshold for that storyline. Unless they inject something new into it. I agree. I agree. Or if like things, you know, if the pot boils over or something. Some, some, right. Something else. Yeah. Some, something yeah. else to spice it up. Whether it's another character or whatever else have you. Um, Tanya, Greg. I think you liked them a lot more than I did. <laughs> you are. You did. Yeah, you got me right on that. I was kind. Of, I mean, it's really comical, right? Tanya's very oh, comical. So funny. But like, I don't know. It, it's only the end bit that I really. I was like, oh, like, Greg seemingly is cheating. Look at that. You know. So, uh, that sounded more like he might have a family. Like, it does. It does. Like, I'll be home <laughs> soon. Love you. Holy <laughs> she, cow! She doesn't know. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Yeah, I have some theories about that. So okay, we'll see. Um, the Grasso's I liked. They they they're probably um like the the whole dynamic, especially Bert and Dominic. LB, I I feel the same about LB and Portia that you do. I okay. I think um they're probably actually the nicest characters. <laughs> uh, they do <laughs> seem like the, the goodest nice the goodest characters. Yeah, they're, so they're far. definitely seemingly the goodest characters. I mean. Yeah. How true is that? We'll, we'll see. You know, as we learn more about them, but they seem like the goodest characters. Maybe that, well, we need to we need to inject this into the our our podcast coverage. Always, who's the goodest character? Who's the goodest on the character? White Lotus? Yeah, yeah. Of course, if, listeners, if you don't under, know what we mean by goodest, like I don't want to say best because best indicates quality, mm-hmm. and we're talking about like moral compass. M- moral compass, like who's got yeah. the best moral compass? So when when we say goodest, like. If we're talking about good people and bad people, and obviously the white, the point of the white lotus is that everybody's shades of gray, but who's the goodest? So, yeah. and I, I would agree that it seems like Portia and Albie might be the goodest right now. Yeah, for now, for now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. No, nothing's so interesting about their. I thought the whole joke about their relationship was going to be that stuff keeps getting in the way and they can't like ever really be together. Mm-hmm. We'll see. What with you know how how it goes but whatever it's just kind of i'm rooting for him but mm-hmm. not that interesting dominic well, lucia and mia that's interesting I, uh, that's pretty cool uh when the girls are on their own I, I it's not really quite liked, as interesting but i, I do really like dominic's liked, i really like the dominic lucia mia yeah. stuff in this yeah. episode how about when it's just lucia and mia together i like that too like, I, li- I like that but i like it more with dominic like, yes i, I like the I the two scenes he's with them in yep. the episode, I think, are 
better than their individual scene or yeah, I, I think individual but their duo scenes together mm-hmm. so anyway yeah but I, I gave it a nine i mean i liked it more than last week's uh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah good i've got I, and i I, I am very much enjoying it. I, I mean, I, I look forward to it every Sunday. It's it's it's, it's super, super fun. I, I I don't leave dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. I I am very much enjoying it. So that's good. All right. Well, I think that we should probably take a guess at each other's favorite scenes before we get too deep into talking about this because I don't want to give anything away. By means. So I think that you know, first episode. Your favorite character was Dominic. You were just talking about how much you enjoyed the two scenes that Dominic shared with Mia and Lucia. And I think the scene at the desk is your favorite scene okay. where he's adding their names to the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So your favorite scene, or not scene, but your favorite storyline is Tiny and Greg. So I feel like it's got to be something with Tiny and Greg. My guess for you originally was not that. So I'm kind of <laughs> trying to guess on the fly. I think your favorite scene was Greg scared they're going to crash because of Tanya. That was so funny. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. It was so funny. It's it was not my, it's not my favorite scene, but it was really, really Can, funny. No, no, no honor involved in this. Right? Like yeah. I, I don't get any credit for sure. guessing it. May, may I do my written down guess, which I also sure. do not think so, but I just couldn't yeah. be bothered to keep thinking about what you could have picked. <laughs> <laughs> which when is Domin- the entire point of the bit but yeah <laughs> <laughs> well because sometimes it just comes to me right yeah, yeah. like you know like someone like an oh, angel whispered in my ear and yeah, then i know what, what you've thought yes it's a, oh is anybody yeah. sad yep that's the one yeah yeah but <laughs> and it happened to me this time i didn't get the whisper in my ear so okay so i i went with dinner because dinner seemed to be a safe bet for you last season so i said dinner <laughs> dominic and bert talking okay uh that was also not my favorite scene yeah, but my favorite scene was dinner ah it was tanya and greg's dinner. no i should have <laughs> combined the two <laughs> i i love tanya and greg's dinner. now it's I, a breakup it, i should have why did i think of that ah, i didn't break up <laughs> ah. i i loved it now part of me feels kind of shallow for for going all in on the tiny and greg stuff in this episode because it is just you know kind of on the nose humor like and i and i feel like i'm leaning in on the humor a lot in this episode but i just loved it so much and i felt like it was there was enough substance there to make me justify it i i I really enjoyed how tanya shifts gears in that scene from you hate me to leaving with i hate you <laughs> like you know uh, that so that that kind of shift there was was pretty interesting to watch i do love a good breakup scene and i did think this was a good breakup scene i love the juxtaposition between the beginning of the scene and the end of the scene where tanya has uh, she's over the moon has had a perfect day it's, it's her italian dream it's exactly what she <laughs> wanted right yeah. and then uh, you know <laughs> Craig drops the bomb on her and you know he we get some information about it too he can't quit his job because she made him sign a prenup i did like that back and and this beyond that this next bit that greg talks about like because uh, when he said that i was like oh what a jerk you know uh, he, he he thinks it's he's telling her he thinks it's not going to work out but then the reasoning he gives is pretty damning against tanya he's like you, what if you discard me like you discard everyone else how many assistants have you been through you know so and we've seen tanya do this like that was yeah. almost the point of season one was that she just you know kind of paid belinda off and walked away <laughs> so i think it's it is she tells portia go to your room <laughs> so, for the whole week yeah yeah so i i so i i hadn't thought of it of it from greg's perspective at all that way that he is he has some kind of worry that he will be discarded the way that um she has discarded so many other people so Fair enough. there you go so that, it, that's why it makes a good point too. there Still curious as to who he's calling. Maybe maybe he's calling his mom or something. I did think about that. <laughs> something like incons- inconspicuous. That's certainly the most innocent po- of possibilities. Yeah, so. like and he has some surprise for Tanya or something. Yeah, she's no idea. 
man. She's clueless. All right. So I, what do you? Th- so what was your well, favorite scene? Was that right? That, well, let me say something about you saying that you feel bad almost for picking Tanya and Greg over the other, just because you know the, the kind of the comedy bit scene. Yeah. Think about that though. They're the only two characters that carried over from last season. So we have a lot more background knowledge on them, right? We, and we, especially Tanya, more than Greg, because Greg only came in penultimate halfway through. I don't remember. But uh, no, he was in the third or third? fourth episode. Okay, so there's so half the series. He had at least, no, fourth, because he was not there for yeah. the the ashes throwing. Yeah, so, so he was there for the, yeah, so the last half of the, like, the season, he right. shows up. Tiny's there the whole time. So you've already gotten to know the characters. So you can, they kind of, they're kind of going through. I guess I don't see the end of their arc, but they're going through like a more complex thing after getting to know them, right? This wouldn't be as mm-hmm. meaningful if we didn't know them, right? If we just met them here, yes, fair point. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that interesting, and it would kind of be ridiculous that he'd be liking this more. But you know, it, it's kind of like um, what's the series that only murders in the building? They, they're, they're yes. character world stuff that's really good to the point now where just the stuff they do in that show they would not be able to do had they not had the previous episodes and like mm-hmm. building up knowing the characters and so on and so forth so i don't yeah. I, I think it's fine to to feel that way oh thank that you said, uh, that's, a, that's very affirming <laughs> no, no problem <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene mr sal yeah you were incorrect uh, what well, would you say the i said the the desk scene where dominic adds me and lucia to the, his room no no my my favorite scene is when valentina enters in two girls for some guy that comes up Ask you to add them to the <laughs> yeah you got me right that, that was my favorite scene it's a great scene that, that when i saw that scene i was like right now this is my favorite scene and i bet this is where he's gonna land on his so <laughs> i love a good front desk scene <laughs> i know and i miss them i miss the staff i really miss the staff, the staff. yeah the staff is not as powerful in this that, yeah. that, 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 that's true i mean there's the musician the pianist uh, they said his name. Just happy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's not too strong though. Um, and then Valentina's the strongest we got. We hear about Rocco, but mm-hmm. it's just her always basically cursing him under her breath. Or I know, not even under the breath. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 Valentina's I, cool. I, I do think Giuseppe is the the most layered of the staff so far. I get, yeah, because they haven't layered Valentina. Valentina no, Valentina's very she's just, topical. Yeah, she's she's here for business, yeah. and she I, she's comical in the sense. Funny, she'll say funny. Her mind. yeah. So just be brutally honest. Yep. So, but yeah, yeah, but you got me right. That, that was my favorite scene. I mean, last episode I picked Dominic as my favorite character. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm already into this Dominic storyline. Yeah, I think it's, it's both comical but also serious. I'm very intrigued by. I mean, we learn a bit more about his. You know the issues with that whole Abby and I guess his mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. With I guess he's had problems with multiple, not just one affair. And so that's later in the episode when we learn that. But seeing this and the comedy, I mean, it's very funny. It's super comical. It, it definitely is, and it's it's okay. it's really cool thinking about the interactions that Lucia and Valentina had in the previous episode. I mean, they I mean they were really insulting to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and now Valentina just has to kind of choke it down and, and put her name on the on the room. Really, really rough. Really rough luck here. Tough, tough for Valentina. They go like a spending spree. Yeah. Oh, I know they do. They absolutely do. But I also I, I couldn't help but contrast this scene with desk scenes from season one because you know this seems like something that you know. I don't know, Shane would do. Right? Okay. So, um, although, I mean, Shane never cheated on Rachel in season one, you know, he was just scummy enough to do, but this is, I, mean, I don't think Dominic is necessarily scummy other than, you know, these things that he did that we don't really know about. I guess he, well, I guess we do know that he had several affairs, which I mean, that's scummy for sure. But he mm-hmm. also is, is, but he feels pretty, bad. He, yeah, he's a pretty sympathetic character, even despite that, which is, I think, some of the brilliance of the White Lotus is that they can yeah. get you to sympathize with people that are, do scummy things, which, you know, I mean, that's what I mean. Shades of Grey. I love non-binary morality, but it certainly is scummy to have the affairs. But we also don't know what his life was like, you know, in his marriage either. At any rate, uh, it, 
this seemed this this scene i just kept thinking of i don't know why but i kept thinking of the armand and shane first interaction at the desk where shane complains that they got the wrong room right we need the pineapple suite right uh and this and dominic just was was much less condescending to valentina than shane was to armand (laughs) It's kind of roles are a bit reversed, actually, because Valentina's the one that's kind of giving him a hard time. Right. Yes, with, exactly. With, you know, all the difficulty and all they just come and go, you say, huh? Right. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. Yeah, she's she's the one giving it to him, which is, that is an interesting contrast. And I, and I don't know if that's intentional to show the, the, the difference between something that's, you know, relatively American. I mean, it's American. So, so something that's American, but. Well, I say it's American, but Armand, uh, it, d- it did seem like he was not American. He had a, a New Zealand accent, I think. So, yeah. Uh, so he sounded more like a, a Kiwi. But at any rate, I think that uh, that is an interesting contrast. So that's one of the reasons why I like this scene so much. But also, it's funny, and also, I I, I am enjoying Dominic and me, uh, Lucia as characters. So. I always love good cross character interactions, mm-hmm. right? So, love, love, love. To see, I would love to see Valentina interact interact with the guests more and more. I mean, she mm-hmm. did with uh, Tanya and Greg with the Vespasian as well, and I like that. So, I, I I like the 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 meaningful cross interactions. Yeah, and I feel like we haven't really gotten much of that with this season. You know what I mean? Like that. that that's one of the. I mean, heart, the the two younger couples. Are just yeah. They're, they've they're been, doing they've their been their on own island. Thing. They've been on seclusion. <laughs> yeah, island. they're doing their own thing. Tanya and Greg haven't interacted with anybody other than Portia. Portia, so like Portia came with Portia. Portia and Albie are the really the only connective tissue between the three groups, and then you That's have the, the locals and the staff. So, um, but yeah, uh, so so I, I'm looking for that connective tissue. I'm looking for more out of the staff i don't think we're going to get more out of the staff to be honest with you i think this is not the point of this season we'll see but yeah i, I the locals i think will i, I mm-hmm. think you said this in the first episode but i think yeah the locals will fill up the right that niche and i'm fine with that because i really like me and and lucia a lot actually right so all right well Kurt, as far as stuff that made us laugh in this episode uh, basically anything that tanya did choking on bugs asking for oreo cookie cake i'll specify Uh, this one okay the peppa pig line oh my god so funny funny maybe it was iconic (laughs) what i look like peppa pig (laughs) (laughs) monica vt monica vt yeah Yeah, vt Uh oh monica vt is dead but all right (laughs) (laughs) you're very pink yeah, yeah. I, oh my god this is that was hysterical it's so so funny it the the whole tiny greg stuff almost all of it was was super funny but that peppa pig line really did stand out and that, that got me real good I, I guess yeah yeah so i think that was pretty stand to greg you're never in a cute little suit like that you're always in your underwear that's kind of true. <laughs> I know. I didn't ever thought about it, but it's true. I think we've seen John Grease without a shirt more than we've seen him with a shirt. In the that is true. That's true. So, yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. So the, lots, of, lots of great humor there. So. All right. Well, shall we run through the episode? Let's. Picture. Sicily, 2022. Uh, the ocean <laughs> you, are crashing upon yeah, the coastline. Yes. You've never seen the Golden Girls, have you? No. Okay. Do you, are you familiar with what the Golden Girls is? No. Okay. It's, it's a, a show about four like retired, uh, I think they're all widowed women. Uh, they might, might be a divorcee in there somewhere. But I think maybe there's one divorcee and then three widows. But anyway, uh, they, and they all live together in, I think, Florida, like a retirement type place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of them is the mother of one of the other ones. So there's one who's significantly older than the other three. 
Okay. It was like three friends and then the mother of one of the friends. Uh, and the, the mother is, is Italian and she's always telling stories about growing up in Sicily. So her stories always start with pictures, Sicily, 1937. Like, you know, so, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. so that's all I can think of. Anyway, so everybody's waking up. Uh, Ethan goes for a morning run. Uh, Greg seems like he is not okay. And there you have it. We go to breakfast. Portia can't quite escape Greg's notice as she moves to Albie's table. So I was about to say, so Greg does notice Portia. Yes, right? I, 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 that's what. what that's what, that's, what, that's what, that's what I was wondering too. Because yeah. we never, he never acknowledges that. No. So no. okay. Uh, Greg is also embarrassed by Tanya with her four hands and requests for Oreo cookie cake and dropping of plastic dome plate covers. <laughs> Thank goodness da- they're plastic, though. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Harper is looking forward to a nice, quiet breakfast with a book on the terrace overlooking the ocean, but she is beckoned over by Daphne. So she kind of is obligated to go sit with them. Uh, Ethan is still out <laughs> for could, a run. She can pretend not to notice them. <laughs> that would, that'd be something. <laughs> kind of awkward. Yeah. Bert can't believe that Albie, or the not Albie, Abby isn't here. I mean, what's she gonna do? Get a divorce? That's but, not an option. It's not an option. <laughs> yeah, fix it. Uh, by the way, Abby, who is Dominic's wife, we it's confirmed now in the scene. Uh, on the phone, w- the voice of Abby was Laura Dern, who's a, like a very well-known actor. Oh, so do you think we're going to be seeing Abby I at some point? I think there is a good chance we will see Abby in this no. season. So, yeah. She, and like I said, she, I mean, she's, and she's kind of an HBO darling, too. She's been nominated for Emmy Awards for Big Little Lies. Have, have you seen Big Little Lies? No, I have not. Good. Great first season. Okay, second season. But she, she's terrific. Lauren's pretty good. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see her eventually. But anyway, Bert's wife, it turns out, just died a year ago. Which, that would surprise that surprised me a little bit. I don't know. Did that surprise you at all? Yeah, yeah it did. It's just, yeah. yeah. So I, I wasn't that was nowhere on my radar. I guess I kind of always assumed that Bert, you know, had an affair and his wife left him. <laughs> but, oh, you're right on maybe half of it. <laughs> it seems that way. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Because uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Anyway. Long-fused Cameron loses it on the airline for sending his luggage back to New York. and But you know what? Good thing. You know, Cameron's got a long fuse and he and Daphne never fight. Can you imagine that? They never fight. So it, this scene I thought was going to be like this beginning. Now, I, I don't think this is the case at all now. But I was wondering if this was going to be the beginnings of showing that Cameron's like abusive in some way. Right. Yeah, I, th- I was like, oh, I, was like, I don't kinda... think that's the case. No, yeah. no, I didn't. No, they, they did not. Go. But I, I was wondering at this scene. I was like, I wonder if mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna maybe try to go down that road. Like now he's angry and maybe like he doesn't yeah. always get it. He seldomly gets angry, but when he does, oh, mm-hmm. but no, nah, not the case. You know, it's funny because Cameron, I don't know. It, it's so easy to put him into a you know this d bag box. <laughs> I, I don't know, but what does he? done that's really truly awful well the changing was pretty bad like going in there and change i felt like i i agree but could it is it possible that he was completely ignorant of it and they just had no idea that he was in side of the mirror i don't know i i think is it possible like i I don't know if that is possible i feel like that's really like i feel like that's a pretty like if i was in a room with someone and i wanted to change i i think i would have the self-awareness to know that they're i don't know i feel like that's pretty that's a pretty big lap i, I don't think he's been drinking at all at that point i mean maybe i i don't know i think they had been drinking probably but, uh, so i don't i just i want to leave space for cameron to not be a villain because i don't think he's the, the done vil- anything besides that besides that which could just be you know whatever mm-hmm. the you know not just like a genuine accident the biggest thing he's done is what he just says about Ethan, the kind of jerky comments. Mm-hmm. I would say beyond the realm of playful, but okay, yeah. You know. but, but besides that, that's, that's that's about as far as he goes. I mean, he seems like really good husband. Yeah, I, it, I, it seems like even Daphne are genuinely like 
the they, best relationship I've seen on like television ever. They seem actually really happy. I, like, you know, it, it, it's very what, what's it, uh, it, against expectations to see a, a right. relationship like Daphne and Cameron on a TV show like this, like a yes. TV show. Like you don't see like couples, especially starting off, right? right? Couples that are just like seemingly have a perfect relationship so i i feel like we're almost in harper's boat here like okay okay we, we see what you're showing <laughs> but what's wrong here like something something's got, like i'm looking i'm looking for a hole i'm looking for where the leak is in the ship there's something uh, yeah there's no way it, it should be floating there's no it way does, it should be floating it does seem uh, it does seem that way yeah i do feel like we are in harper's point of view for for these two but but we get to see stuff that Harper doesn't even get to see i know so. that's what it, it, it looks it looks rock solid this boat looks like it is floating yeah, so so I want to leave space for the idea that that Cameron might not be the bad guy that he like initially comes across as. I mean, he certainly. I here's here's my take on Cameron. I think that there's a chance that he actually is awful, and that and that might come out later. But I think there's also a chance that he's just simple. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm putting it. Yeah, just like. He, he, he doesn't have much of a filter, but he's also not ill-intentioned. He's, he's not. He's not like well, the the thing that. Well, again, this isn't like even proven against him yet. Mm-hmm. Are the 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 accusations that he has? Yes, that we talked about last episode, right? right? Yes, which I mean, it's not very good. <laughs> not very good. No, well, that's not. Like I said, we haven't we haven't we haven't seen him do anything that's villainous, I guess, or right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, the changing thing, you know, if you can explain it away as oblivious, like he just, just completely oblivious to the to the fact that Harper could see him, then uh, that's the that's the the biggest strike against him. Yeah. That and seen. and Ethan doesn't even hold it against. Him. Ethan doesn't. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was about to say. Ethan does not hold it against him. So I guess. I mean, I, I how does Harper feel about it? I, I guess, but yeah, no, I just. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, so anyway, it, it's probably the case that Cameron sucks, but <laughs> but let's just leave open the door crack for the possibility that he doesn't. Okay. So anyway, um, Cameron and Daphne never fight. Like I said, Ethan throughout this whole breakfast is uh, back from his run and having a little fun in bed by himself with his laptop. Mm-hmm. Tanya describes her perfect Sicilian day to Greg. Greg wants to know, what's your perfect Sicilian day? What do you want? I want to do anything you want to do today, which seems very counter to everything we see, we've seen from Greg this season so far. He's, but, very, he's very open. Yeah, I know exactly. He seems, whatever you want, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now her perfect day, of course, includes a Vespa. And he's, he's down for it. He's there for all of it. Mm-hmm. The DeGrassos invite Portia to the Greek theater with them. So... This is the one point of crossover that we have between the three visiting groups. Yeah. All right. Harper walks in on Ethan and has a very different reaction than I would have thought. Like, actually, both of them do. Like, Ethan just says exactly what he was doing. Ethan, like, opens his laptop and <laughs> plays a little clip for her, you know, and Harper offers to help him out. Like, this is, is not what i expected at all i agree yeah i, I think they would go down this route <laughs> yeah. but uh ethan declines so I, this this kind of gave me a lot of sympathy for harper because it does seem like she's making a bit of an effort here yeah yeah and i mean later in the episode too oh yeah because right now he says i don't know later or whatever right he, he brings up the, the whole morning thing like oh, you're not a morning person right. and whatever mm-hmm. it's fine we can do it later yeah so but ethan thinks that harper feels threatened by cameron and daphne Mm -hmm. and they debate how much comparison to other people is appropriate now if this scene had happened in episode one this probably would have been my favorite scene uh but i feel like we had two or three scenes similar to this in episode one so it, it didn't have the same shine that it would have i don't know what do you think about that uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I would have given it my favorite scene. This was in episode one. Well, no, I, but, I mean, you, given oh, oh, you mean like uh, seeing what we've already seen from them? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yes, I, that. I don't. That, I it kind like, of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's different. Like they're they're discussing 
mm-hmm. something different, but it, it's similar ground. Like they're 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 displeased with the situation they're in right now. And yeah, right. Well, so, more, more moreover, it's yeah. Harper's displeased, and Ethan's trying to say, "No, nah, it's all right. It's all right. You're you're overreacting, or you know, they're cool." Yeah. yeah, but I do think that one of the important points that comes out of this is that Harper says, "Look, I was trying to tell you that I think we have a great relationship." sorry i won't ever do that again yeah. so that is pretty biting that's, that's kind of an ouchie so all right yeah. cameron and daphne shop for clothes lucia and mia discussed oh, last last night that, that was pretty funny when, when she went and look, i'm sure that you know cameron and daphne are arguing right now right they gotta be arguing no. and then <laughs> right. them, and they are not arguing no they're having a great shopping time for clothes. Yeah, I, did she say arguing? Did she say complaining about me right now? Yeah, I think that. I, no, I think that's. Uh, I think you're yeah. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah they're, they're complaining about me, but nope, they're, they're, they're having not, a great time not shopping even thinking for clothes. About her, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. Uh, I think actually that this is the hotel shop that they're in. Like they didn't go out into into. No, it is. It, it, you're right. You're right because Mia and Lucy are outside the same shop. Right. So and I and I think that me and Lucia end up in the shop buying clothes later in the episode. So that's pretty neat. But yeah, they so they discuss uh, Lucia and Mia do they discuss last night and all that happened there. And Lucia and Mia get Dominic to add their names to their rooms. Uh, Valentina doesn't like it one bit, but she complies. And we've already talked about this scene quite a bit. So yep. we can move on. Cameron, and I, 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 I will on. say this. Sorry, yeah. I just want I just want to note this because I'll probably forget about it later. This will be a plot point that they have their names added to the rooms, you know, like this, this like will... later in the episode, or you mean like in the, the series? In the, future, in the series, yeah, 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 That's... certainly. Especially that um... Mia is to Bert. I, I don't know what, but in some way, this <laughs> yes, I agree. Okay. I agree. All right, so, but yeah, and 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 Valentina goes can <laughs> comes up with every hoop she can think of to make Dominic jump through to prevent him from doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we haven't talked about that. Oh, I'm sorry. Like it's it's almost booked for two, so you can't have three. You have to pay extra for three. Yeah. Get, you know, we got to get another bed in there. What? You're yeah. you're all gonna sleep together in the <laughs> same bed? <laughs> all right. Cameron and Daphne rave about Venice. Uh, Ethan and Harper, who is half Puerto Rican, honeymooned in Puerto Rico, actually. So we get to, we learn a bit about. Uh, Harper's background, her family's still in Puerto Rico. She, she says she offered Cameron and Daphne that they could stay with her parents. Yeah, like, Which, hold up there. Yeah, that like, I the way she said that to me was, you could say, maybe you could stay with my parents. Right? <laughs> right. That that you could say. You can't say, hey, you could stay with my parents. <laughs> Imagine yourself, well, if, if in 20 years from now, your kids write a check that you gotta cash in like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I think I don't think this is a sincere offer at all. This is a, a just a dig. This is like, oh yeah, sorry. yeah. No, you can stay with my like you, all you talk, she about, want to talk about it all. Yeah. Five star hotels, but yeah, go to Puerto Rico. You can stay with my parents. Like you, not that you ever would, because you'll never go to Puerto Rico. First of all, and second of all, you don't even know that it's a, a territory. <laughs> second of all, if you did go to Puerto Rico, you sure as heck aren't staying with like these two. Uh, Par- these two people who could be your parents <laughs> you're you're staying at a resort somewhere yeah i see what you're saying so so it, it's a, i think it's a dig on them being materialistic right which yeah. is going to come up a little bit later Fair. on so anyway lucia and mia ha- may have spent too much at the clothing store it seems like they spent a lot Mia's a little concerned tanya and greg have rented a vespa much to valentina's chagrin and she takes some photos of them anyhow, you know, Peppa Pig and the man in the tight-fitting suit. <laughs> the Peppa Pig was really good. Oh, boy, it really was. All right, Cameron wonders how Ethan and Harper like being rich. It turns out not much has changed. They're not very materialistic. Cameron and Daphne, though, talk about their charity donations. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not materialistic pigs, like Harper thinks, obviously. But Harper, she didn't think that. She never did. 
I should I should have wrote this for one of my fun the funny scenes was I like the concept that Daphne's like a drunk donator. You know, no. she drinks too much, she starts donating. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I it's like a funny concept. Tyrion Lannister drinks and I know things, and Daphne drinks and I donate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Harper says it just decides, you know, this I, I can't diffuse this situation. I, this is uncomfortable. I'm just going to go for a swim. And as soon as she says that, Cameron follows her, which this is a little creepy. This that is, is like weird. A, a weird little indicator that, that Cameron might suck. But at the same time, I mean... We don't seem to do anything bad, though. Yeah, he did. I mean, he pro- I'm sure he makes her uncomfortable, but he didn't do anything really inappropriate, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, I think he just like, yeah, I, like I don't think he grabbed her anything like inappropriate, just like mm-hmm. scared her and then Yeah, just like maybe grabbed her toe. That was the impression yeah. I got. But yeah, anyway. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go to the Grecian Theater, which looks awesome, by the way. I would love to to visit this and see a show there. But anyway, uh Bert is upset that his granddaughter Kara isn't here. So we did have that right in episode one, Abby. Dominic's wife, Kara, was her was uh, their daughter. Mm-hmm. Is their daughter? What could Dominic possibly have done that was so bad? He couldn't have been as bad as Hades <laughs> and the raping. <laughs> I think how Bert really pushes this. Home. I mean, yeah, he, he goes to the absolute extreme. Talks about Hades coming up from the ground right here in, in Sicily, uh, and 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 doing some raping, and and he got I forgiven. Mean, yeah, he, yeah. So Dominic, how could you have done something worse than that? But anyway, it is interesting, interesting uh, point of comparison for Bert here. All right, Cameron startles harper in the ocean he wants her to like them he wants her to like him and she says i like you both which is a complete lie so very very odd or and is I, it the, oh i think she's she, there's a there's a definite chance that these two hook up eventually yeah i so. I, I think I, I think again right on, i think you're right on that <laughs> yeah all right now tanya has a death grip on greg's waist <laughs> and she is loving it lucia and mia are drunk and avoiding giuseppe and tanya tries to get a bug out of her throat <laughs> i think just hysterical really really good all right um mia convinces giuseppe to let her play so- and sing a song on the piano and she is after all not a prostitute, but rather a singer. I had loved this scene too. I thought this was fantastic stuff. I'm a, I'm a I, big sucker for a song and a show that isn't a musical. So and a song that is a show that isn't a musical for that matter. But, you like songs and shows. Yeah, I like songs and shows. So anyway, but I, I love this. I thought it was great. It was I, it, I, I was really hoping that she that she would like bomb or she'd be mm-hmm. like very drunk and be terrible. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Oh. She wasn't. She wasn't. But no. I, 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 at first thought I was like, oh, she's gonna like bomb this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a that was a, that thought did cross my mind as well. But uh, this was great. I, I liked seeing this little reconciliation. She, says, you know, she comes up, says, like, I'm not mad at you. Don't be mad at me. And I'm not a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. So pretty cool stuff. I like it. I know it's a great way of um. I can't think of a good word for it, but I guess what would be an awkward situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she could have made it very awkward, and she didn't. So, all right, Greg and Tanya end up at the same restaurant as Albie and Portia. What are the odds? <laughs> I know, <laughs> unbelievable. Ethan and Harper have been trying to have kids, turns out, but their sex drives just don't time out right. All right, <laughs> this he- is also funny. I can't believe this conversation is happening, right? This is like, what are the, the Ethan, what are you doing here? It's, well, it's, Ethan, it's, shut up. Yeah, like, why, why are you saying this stuff, Ethan? But then, <laughs> just like, oh, so you, you guys don't have sex then? No, no, we do. <laughs> Plenty of sex. I'm not <laughs> sure when, but yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cameron and Daphne then go on to have, uh, this is a really touching like moment that they have. I here. know this is what makes Cameron even like better in their relationship. Like, he, yeah, he seems choked up. 
Yeah, <laughs> like about talking about Daphne C-section. I mean, really, uh, this couple, they, they seem they to be look, doing it right. They seem know. to be the most perfect TV couple I've seen. <laughs> like, yeah, one of them's going to. Well, Daphne doesn't die. We know that. I legitimately right now those perfect TV couple I think like, <laughs> right. just when they were there when they're with each other yeah yeah and I'm, I know we've spent a lot of time defending care at least I have defending Cameron in this episode <laughs> I do want the record to, to show though that I I do think there's that he is kind of a d bag and <laughs> he might he's not someone I would want to hang out with and he might very well be awful. So, at any rate, Bert tells Dominic to fix his marriage and tighten up his affairs, which is a very interesting take. Hot take by Bert here. <laughs> he, he calls him sloppy. Yeah, you're sloppy. <laughs> Bad form. Yeah, what does he say? He said something like, a man's going to do what a man's got to do, but you don't have to rubber face in it. Yeah, something like <laughs> well, that. Just, yeah. I mean, it's just awful. I mean, oh, disgusting. <laughs> so gross this guy yeah but this is and you know this is a guy he just talked about his wife passing away last year which i mean he just seems like he's been single for like 20 years but anyway yeah not, not good stuff from bert mm-hmm. portia and albie discuss his father's affairs uh and their ideal relationships portia wants a caveman and albie is attracted to has always been attracted to pretty wounded birds. I don't know. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's kind of creepy to, to to say. I don't. Know, do you think that's creepy or no? Nah, I think it's all right. Pretty in wounded the, birds. In in the context of the situation, I think it's a fine thing to say. Interesting. Like if, you're trying, to, like if you're trying to hit on poor, so I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I don't know if I'd say that. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't know. If you, I, I mean. Like, I, consider, I wouldn't think of that. Like, I wouldn't say that, but I don't think it's a... Consider this a first date. It seems like a first date, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I tell somebody on a first date, I really like wounded souls. Are you a wounded soul? No, I'm, I love that. <laughs> or, or, or like, I really like wounded souls. That's what attracted me to you. Like, that, that is true. That, like, no, that I, is I, don't, true. I don't know if I like that statement very much, but anyway... <laughs> So, <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the other side of the restaurant, Tanya, <laughs> you like this? <laughs> I just love the concept. I love the thinking that way. I love wounded souls like yourself. <laughs> oh, like. Yeah, I don't know. There's a little, there's definitely an element of creepiness to it. So, uh, on the other side of the restaurant, Tanya is uh, and Greg have dinner. We've already talked about the scene quite a bit because this is my favorite scene. So that ends with a breakup. And Tanya's saying, I hate you and walking out. Mm-hmm. Portia asks Albie not to repeat anything about Tanya because she <laughs> signed an NDA. <laughs> and Albie, I don't think he's paying much attention to anything Tanya, that uh, Portia's no. saying about Tanya because he asks Portia if he can kiss her. And she agrees. They have a very sterile kiss. And off they go. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this is not a very passionate kiss, I don't think. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Harper promises to be more fun to Ethan and tries to initiate with Ethan, mm-hmm. but Ethan is beat. You know, again, their their libido just doesn't line up. No, yeah. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cameron does not like Harper, and he says as much now to Daphne. Like yeah. he, he outward. We haven't. I mean, we've kind of heard him being critical of her, but. Here he says she sucks, uh, but he does like sex with Daphne, so they go for that. And they Dom- still seem to be a good couple. Yeah, <laughs> they're, just, just they're, they're really enjoying each other. All right, Dominic tries to explain his guilt and sexual compulsion and sex addiction to Lucia because Lucia has has come with Mia to you know. To thank for, him, <laughs> for, to 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 thank him and to, uh, you know, do her job that she's being paid to do, but Dominic is is feeling this guilty conscience. He talks about his sex addiction, like he's he's a complex character, it seems. But when Lucia brings Mia out and says, you know, what do you think? My friend wants to say thank you too, and, and he says, you know, they're making this very hard. Bert can hear their party through the wall. Now, 
did you did you catch well i'll talk about that later never mind all right tanya wakes up to greg on the porch on the phone and here's here's what we hear greg say she's clueless as usual i'll be home tomorrow and i love you too so pretty damning stuff for greg here yeah no certainly sounds sounds like an affair rewinding to the tv Okay. Yeah, I was is, 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 is the fact that uh, <laughs> um, is the Sicilian woman or yes. deadlier? Sic- Sic- yes, exactly right. The the exact quote. This is, this is the Godfather part one. Okay. Uh, or is it part two? I think it's part one. This is part one. Uh, it says in Sicily, women are more dangerous than shotguns. Yes. So. Oh, oh so it's a, well, we happen to have uh, some native. Sicilian women. In this series, could be. <laughs> so I, uh, I think we probably ought to move on to making our predictions. I think that's a good segue. We'll, we'll save TV time for later, okay. uh, because I think it's it's a that's a good segue into making our predictions for who's dead and who did the di- did the deading. Who done it? <laughs> so, so yeah. So with that in mind, is it bait or are they foreshadowing? Like I, that's that's. Really that's basically question. what it comes down to. Yeah. They had the bust, and now they, they have this. So it is, it's yeah. either a foreshadowing or it's bait at this point. Yeah, but this is a lot of bait. This is like... But it's early. Early. <laughs> I, I guess. But like we had the busts in the first episode. We've got this overt line essentially saying as no, much. Yeah, but it's just, it's snuck in a, look, it's just snuck as a TV show, right? Yes. It's, you I think that, you think people didn't pick up on this? Yes. That's what I'm okay. insinuating. I think All it's, right. it's more hidden. All right. Well, uh, and I, I tend to agree that this is more likely to be foreshadowing than it is to be bait. That's why Lucia is still my prime candidate for being the killer, and Dominic is still my prime candidate for being dead. Interesting. So num- number one dead is Dominic, and number one killer is Lucia. Same as last time. You want to tell my, me your number ones, or do you want me to? No, go I'll, all I'll, the way I'll, down I'll, I'll tell you my number one. I'll tell you my right. number ones. Number one dead, Greg. Okay. Number one who done it, Mia. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Now that and Greg was your number one last time too. It was. It was. I will. We'll keep him there. Well, I'll tell you what. Greg is now my number two, mm. and my number two who done it is Tanya. Whoa, <laughs> <Literal> paradise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know that this is, you know, if if women are as dangerous as shotguns in Sicily, you know, Tanya's in Sicily now, and and Greg is uh, actually Tanya's not a local, so she doesn't exactly fit the story of the bus. But if it does turn out Greg has a family, which it really sounds like, that is almost exactly the story of the of the busts. Oh, Other you're right. Tanya being a local. So yeah, Tanya's my, my number two culprit and Greg is my number two victim. A uh, number two culprit for me, Lucia, number two victim, Dominic. So Okay, so you you've one. got my number ones at, at number two. Yeah. Okay. So and you just have and I I did kind of change this because I I I hate taking Mia off of this list because she is another local Sicilian girl. So I think there's a very good chance that that me is a killer but so my number two to die was greg killed by tanya who's my number two killer my number threes are that exact scenario but reversed greg or tanya dead and greg the killer oh okay fair yeah and i think that i so i suspect that the, the situation with greg is that he has a family and he is a he is a con man, and he was in White Lotus Hawaii specifically oh, really to good. seduce Tanya, uh, and eventually inherit her money. money. Yeah, fair. yeah. I ju- I went with the punt here. I went with the Harper as who done it. Mm-hmm. Cameron dead at number three. Ah, okay. All right. So I should probably be writing these down, huh? So, I have, so mine, you, I have mine kept down, but you you've want got me to reiterate it. You've yeah, got yeah, I've, down. Got down. I've got mine down too. So, okay, we're, we're good. good. All right, fantastic. Well, in that case, Kurt, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's uh, time to check the time? Oh, let me see if it's time to check the time. Uh, yeah, checking that. Yeah, it is time to check the time. So, what time is it? Fantastic. Well, it looks to me to be just about TV time. 
Oh, TV time. Ain't no time like a TV time. Okay, Kurt, last episode, uh-huh. episode one, the audience gave this gave that episode a five, and 52% of them said their favorite character was Harper, and I also said my favorite character was Harper. You said your favorite character was Dominic. Mm-hmm. I think your favorite character is still Dominic, and I'll let you go ahead and guess ours. I think... People rated this a five. I think the people said Harper. I think you said Dominic. Okay. The people did give it a five, 67%. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you think I said Dominic and the people said Harper, did you say? Yes. The people did still say Harper. And guess what? The same exact percentage, 52%. (laughs) Unbelievable. Even more unbelievable than that. They have Tanya number two again, again at 16%. So everyone, the top, say, everyone did the same vote. Top two. No, that's not true because no, I did sorry. not vote for Harper. So, and I did last time. So, yeah. uh, this time I did not vote for Dominic, though. I'm sorry. I voted for Tanya. Oh, I should have. I should have figured. <laughs> yeah. Ta- that, the Tanya stuff was just it was so funny to me. And then simultaneously, I felt like. I learned a, a lot about her in this episode. So I, I, I did Dominic. Yeah, all right. All right. You were riding the Dominic train. I'm, I'm I, one of the only people, but yeah. yeah there's a, he's a, registering 0%. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of sympathy for. Uh, say, I'm uh, not adult, saying he's a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, listen, he's probably, he's not a good person, right? I, say, I mean, he's, yeah. he's had multiple affairs with his wife and he's basically seemingly destroyed. His marriage and his mm-hmm. daughter doesn't want much to do with him either. Mm-hmm. But I think he's an interesting character. I I totally agree, uh, and I, I I'm I'm not sure what um he's not, not the sure. goodest character. No, he's not, and it's I'm I'm not sure what's going on with the TV time people here that they're they're liking Harper so much because I think Harper's an interesting character, but I don't think she's the most interesting character in this episode. And I also, well, man, I can, I guess I can kind no, of I see it. Just, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I was stuck between mind. Dominic and Harper. Yeah, I, I was stuck mind. between the two. Never mind. Yeah, I, I withdraw that. But, uh, but she's certainly not the most likable, right? I don't think. No, yeah. No, so, TV Time has no problem voting for a character who's not likable. So, but is still interesting. So I'm not sure why Dominic doesn't get more. I, I, it's probably because he's. I on if you had to say if he's good or bad, mm-hmm. you might put him more in the bad camp. I that's I guess that's I guess that's fair. It's, he's no wingle. Well, we know he's had multiple affairs and he's kind of continuing mm-hmm. to have them. So, but hey, you know what? Like I said last week, I love having you become a fan of Michael Imperioli. So, <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> this, this is good stuff. All right, well. Next week's episode is called Bull Elephants. Have you seen the next one? No. Okay. Well, I won't say anything then. Oh, thank you. So, but listeners, if you've seen the next one, you know what's coming. <laughs> you, oh, know you, know. About, you know about the bull elephants. <clears throat> is that a thing? Can a bull and an elephant have a well a, 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 a male elephant is called a bull. What do you call a female elephant? A, a cow. What really? I think these are other animals. You can't call an animal another animal. <laughs> no, That's ridiculous. I, what do you call uh, fe- what, do you, what do you call female squirrel? A chinchilla? Like what? That didn't work. No, I don't know. <clears throat> I might be completely wrong about this. I'm not a zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm making half of this up as I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's up to you to suss out what what's true and what's not <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what is true though we've got an extensive back catalog of Better Call Saul Black Mirror, Centaur World, Dexter New Blood The Leftovers, Lost, Only Murders in the Building, Ozark, Russian Doll and Season 1 of The White Lotus so definitely check those out if, if there's any of those series that you've already seen that you love Go check out our coverage. Some of those series, you maybe you haven't seen at all. Watch the series and then check out our coverage. It is all 
Good stuff. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd love to, if you'd like to leave us a five-star rating or review, we would love that. That would be wonderful. If you'd feel uh, so kind as to spread the word about the podcast, we'd very much appreciate that as well. Kurt. Yes. I just want you always to remember that the best things in life are free. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Folks, we'll talk to you next week about bull elephants. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.